With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact. Helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. To celebrate Marketplace's 35th anniversary, we made some throwback thank you gifts you can get when you donate during this March fundraiser. We took our old .com era logo and put it on a sticker, a glass mug, a tote bag, and a t-shirt. No matter how you donate, you can get a fun piece of Marketplace history. Check them out at marketplace.org slash give tech. These limited edition gifts are only available through March 22nd. Get yours at marketplace.org slash give tech. A reminder today that if you're not paying for a product, then you just might be the product. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace Tech. I'm Lily Jamali. My colleague Jesus Alvarado asked me this week if I'd heard of cuffing season. I had not. It turns out it's that time of year when singles hunker down with someone to keep them warm for winter. Well, Valentine's Day kind of marks the end of all that. People are flocking back to their dating apps. And a lot of those apps are eager to vacuum up your personal data. That's according to NordVPN cybersecurity expert Adrianas Varmenhoven. So when you install the app, the operating system says uh, this app wants to use your microphone or your audio. Uh, and you as the user said, yeah, sure. And dating apps actually ask for a lot, a lot of permissions. Uh, some even are dangerous because they are on a system level. Some are highly questionable, like biometric data. A lot of them just ask a lot of you uh, and they put it under the guise of, well, the more we know about you, the easier it is for us uh, to find you a match. And I think we're all familiar with the idea that these apps are collecting our data. But get specific with me. What are some of the different types of data that are being collected? One is uh, location. They have access to your uh, messaging. An important thing that people don't realize is that there's a lot of metadata. And metadata is a really dangerous thing because people have no feel or concept uh, with it. But when you write a message, it has a timestamp and it probably has a location stamp. So with metadata, it can uh, tell you um, what time is this person active. Um, So you can build a whole profile of how a person actually lives. And if you have a lot of GPS, you can see where they sleep. And if you have an idea where they sleep, and you see GPS data for like eight hours in some other place, you know where they work. Can you give us, you know, the top two or three specific dating apps that you would describe as being particularly invasive? That that would be Tinder and Grindr. They ask for a lot more also for for messaging. And there's uh, in-app browsing where you can have uh, the heat map of where a user clicks. 
We have the permissions of the photos, uh, the videos, the voice, the biometrics, the GPS location, the find location uh, permissions, and especially that one is, is, is the one that, that, that worries me a lot. But any app can also see what other apps are installed. So you can also get a lot of uh, uh, extra information there. What are the implications of this data being collected by online dating companies? One is, of course, this building this, this, this whole profile and monetizing this, this uh, profile. These profiles can be just sold for advertising, but they can also be sold for political gains. So if you're in a, in a country that has, for instance, less LGBT uh, protection and you have GPS data, if you buy it from, from one of these dating apps as a government, you will know where a lot of these people can be found. So that, that, that would be a really bad idea. So a lot of us are accustomed to downloading these apps and accepting the terms of service. This also applies to granting permissions for notifications and things like that. I think you'd agree, we don't always know what we're giving platforms permission to do. So how can we get smarter about this? Well, the first thing would be, especially on Android, on the App Store, there's already this page about this app. And this will tell you in advance what uh, permissions this app uh, actually seeks. That, that's one part. But what I also would do is really uh, look online and, and get some uh, from some privacy sites some reviews of a specific app. But in the App Store, you can just easily click on, on, on the uh, About This App and see that uh, it, it wants to have your camera, your find location. And you have to ask yourself, does it really need to do that, uh, need to have that? Uh, to do the function that, that it actually uh, wants to do. I'm sorry, are you suggesting that I actually read the terms of service? <laughs> well, the terms of service reading, um, I've once seen uh, as a kind of artwork, a print of the uh, Apple terms of service, I think about seven or eight meters high. Mo <laughs> most people don't don't read uh, uh, books that, that long. So legally, you should because... When you give consent, it's a legally binding saying yes, uh, and you give permission. But uh, in reality, I don't know anyone except some privacy people I know and, and who, who really have a hobby of reading those things. I don't really know anyone, including myself, that ever reads these things. We'll be right back. You're listening to Marketplace Tech. I'm Lily Jamali. We're back with Adrianus Varmenhoven. He's a cybersecurity expert at NordVPN. Is the onus on us, the user, or is this something bigger that might need some regulation? I think it, it, it's both. I also think that the politicians, the law, should put some more pressure on not just the app vendors, but also the whole social media, the, the, the platform owners, to protect their customers a, a, a bit more because they actually know that they can act like uh, really surprised uh, as if they don't know that all their users will just speed run any type of consent, but everybody in there, because they're just the same humans as you and I are. So it would be really weird if they had lived in, in a parallel universe uh, where they didn't do the same thing. They know how they are. They know how their customers are. So looking surprised, Pikachu face, uh, when somebody says, yeah, you, 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 really, you really should do something about, about your app permissions. Politics can really do, do something here. Pikachu face, I love that. I'm going to practice my Pikachu face. For those who already have dating apps installed on their phones, how would you recommend going into settings and checking that only necessary permissions are enabled? I actually use the phone settings. Uh, you have these quick settings. And I really disable things like GPS, NFC, Bluetooth, 
and you have to be more conscious about uh, what the app wants to do with your mobile phone. Think, all right, I want to have a video chat with somebody. That obviously means I need to give permission for video, but not at any other moment around it. So when it asks just by starting the app, give me video permissions, you say no. That was Adriana Svarmanhoven with NordVPN. Back in 2017, a reporter at The Guardian requested her personal data from the dating app Tinder. She got back 800 pages of what she calls her deepest, darkest secrets. Information included her Facebook likes, locations of photos on Instagram, which she had by then deleted, and also her education and the age rank of men she was interested in, plus where each of her online conversations with matches had happened. A Dartmouth sociologist notes in the piece, online, we're lured into giving away a lot of information about ourselves. Seeing it printed out, though, it's pretty creepy. We've linked to that story and the report by NordVPN on our website, marketplacetech.org. Jesus Alvarado produced this episode. I'm Lily Jamali, and that's Marketplace Tech. This is APM. Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. You can start whenever, and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org academy.